you know, the Republican Party really needs to be split. They need kind of like a business wing and a Jesus wing. Because <laughs> it's two different animals, really. It really is. And it kind of makes sense, given their, their origins, I mean... They, uh, I mean, now the, the Republican Party is definitely is pretty much the Caucasian Party. Sure, you have some minorities in there, but come on, it's ninety five point five or whatever, ninety five percent white and predominantly male, although not exclusively. There are females, a lot of them. But they're almost all white. And so when you look at history, it gets a little curious for some people because they're like, well, we're, you know, the Republicans freed the slaves. I'm confused. We have to understand that the Republican even then was a all-white party. The only people that could vote were white. Women didn't get to vote. Indians didn't get to vote. African-American slaves obviously didn't get to vote. So all the parties were white parties then. And you had the white party of business, which was the Republicans, and the white party of kind of, I mean, you know, the more democratic, the more into social programs and the welfare of the many over the, the few, at least ostensibly, and, uh, but they were, again, were just white, so it was like, it was the most social justice party, but for white people only, that's who the Democrats were. And the Republicans were business interests, small government, less control, you know. Democrats wanted more control, more, you know, funding spread out to take care of everybody, alleviation of poverty, et cetera, and they wanted state agencies and government agencies to do things like that. So that was, you know, but, but it was for white people, not for anybody else. And indeed, the Democratic Party was the party of secession, was the party of the southern states. They were really southern Democrats, southern white men that populated most of the Democratic Party post-Civil War. I mean, really, it was most dominant. All the parties were dominated by white men. The Republican Party did have quite a bit of a black following because they were the ones, party of Lincoln, etc., but when Jim Crow came back in and Reconstruction failed and all that hoo-ha and the rise of the KKK and the regaining control over the carpet-bagging Republicans that had come down to the South, the Democrats firmly took back control of the South until civil rights. Now keep in mind, until civil rights, the Democratic Party in the South was white. In fact, I think blacks had to form their own separate wing of the Democratic Party at one point. It was really crazy. So the Democratic Party didn't so much come kicking and screaming over to, you know, being a uh, inclusive party. Okay. The fact that, that, that Johnson followed through on Kennedy's ideas and signed the Civil Rights Act and gave those rights away 
meant that those that didn't agree with civil rights in the Democratic Party, for civil rights for all, left in droves. They were gone. It was the Dixie Party, and they didn't go directly to the Republican Party right away, per se. They had a Dixie Party, et cetera, et cetera. But at that point, the South was was effectively lost to Democrats. Because most voters at the time were white, so if most of the white voters left, you wouldn't have much there. Okay, So, yeah, I mean, it's not that the Democratic Party disappeared, but it ceased to have many white people in it. And since white people did 85, 90% of the voting, it ceased to be very relevant down there. Not so elsewhere. And then, again, eventually, as Southerners, those Southern Dixiecrat Democrats became Republicans, the planks of the Republican Party swayed and moved. It's like these conservative Christian... Eurocentric white nationalist, white supremacist Jesus freaks didn't have any room in the Democratic Party. They really didn't have enough money to be in the Republican Party, but they had a lot of people. And the Republicans decided that they were they were grabbing hold of that after civil rights. And it might have stunk to a whole bunch of them. A whole bunch of people in the Republican Party might have been Oh my God, there's no way we should do this, but it was done by a hated president. Sounds sound familiar? All these good things that the Obama presidency did, and it doesn't matter how good they were, it doesn't matter if it's something the Republicans fully agreed on. If Obama's name is on it, Trump wants it removed. It's sad, really, because the Republican, the, the true conservative, fiscally conservative part of the party, you know, though I didn't agree with them on anything, at least they hadn't, or I didn't agree with them on a whole lot of things, but uh, at least they had integrity, you know. And, uh, you know, maybe they need to get back to that, because then at least, you know, a, a true conservative Republican sans religion might actually get a vote from me in certain offices in certain places. But the Jesus freak never will. Never will. I'm just too stuck on the whole freedom of religion to let somebody who says, oh, even though it's not legal now, I would support it if it happened, a theocracy. And that's what you're going to find with a lot of you conservative Christians. Oh, no, they're democratic now. But they wouldn't fight against a theocracy. In fact, they'd welcome it. And that bothers me. That's not somebody I want to have the reins of power. Somebody who would hand over power or decision-making to an invisible friend in the sky. But yeah, there ought to be a bit of a split there. They ought to split back to, you know, let the, let the Southern, former Southern Democrat Dixiecrats have their own party and the actual business-minded, conservative, fiscally conservative-minded Republicans, take your ball and go home. Because your party is just... Ugh. And the sad part is it's poisoning both sides even further because you have this stinky, gross, disgusting union that you can't stand, but you put up with it to retain power in a very Machiavellian way. And Machiavelli was a genius, but the prince, I think, perhaps should be read as a cautionary tale. 
without a blueprint. Think about it, Republicans. Time for both of you, both sides of you to wash your hands. Follow your heart.